Good afternoon, everybody. This is Wes Derby. It's been about a year since I've done anything here on Anchor. I do apologize for the delay. It's uh, good to be back. Still a lot of accessibility issues with this thing, so I admit I've not used it as much as I could. Um, Today, I'm here to talk to you about some really cool music that's come out of late. Of course, as many of you who've listened to the podcast for a while know, I am a co-owner and DJ at xtransmissionfm.com. You can catch my show, Wes's Musical Meltdown, most Tuesday nights at 8 p.m. Eastern on Tuesdays. I think I just said that. Um, You can also get the show at mixcloud.com slash wderby. You can catch the show by going to xtransmissionfm.com or searching for xtransmissionfm, three separate words, on the TuneIn radio app for mobile devices or telling your smart speaker, play xtransmissionfm from TuneIn. Several ways to listen. Of course, if you go to the website, you can see the schedule of all of our other awesome DJs. I'm going to start this episode off by talking about the long-awaited sophomore album from country superstar Marin Morris. It was released on March 8th of this year. It's called Girl. Very good album. Um, Very different from her first CD, Hero. Hero was definitely more of a country record. This one is still a country record, but has some pop flavor to it. Uh, If that's not your thing, that's okay. But this is a good record. Uh, It's got... 13 tracks on it. Um, Some of my favorites include the title cut, Girl, which of course you've probably heard on country radio if you've been flipping around the dial. Um, She does a couple of really cool collaborations on here that are of note. A song called Common with country artist, really underrated in my opinion, alternative country Americana artist Brandi Carlisle. And it is just a wonderful, wonderful track. Um, And then she also does one with Brothers Osborne. They've been working with everybody lately. They worked with Dirks Bentley on his new record. Now they're on the new Marin Morris album. Plus they've got their latest CD, Port Port St. Joe, out. Got to be careful how you say that title. It can come out all wrong. Um, But they do a song called All My Favorite People, and it's a hilarious tune. I absolutely love it. Um, This whole album, start to finish, was a good listen. I was able to, you know, a lot of albums, you sit down, you listen to them, and there's just a lot of songs like, eh, skip that, skip that, skip that. This one I listened to start to finish a couple of times and really, really loved it. Definitely worth picking up at your favorite digital retailer or streaming on Apple Music, Spotify, Deezer, whatever services you use. It comes highly, highly recommended by yours truly. Um, On a scale of 1 to 10, I'd give it a solid 7, I'd say. Welcome back. Now we're going to talk about another album that came out that same day, quite the opposite end of the spectrum. The latest CD from Buck Cherry, released on the Century family of labels. It's called War Paint. It is their first one uh, in three, yeah, almost four years, three and a half years, I guess. Follow up to 2015's Rock and Roll. Uh, Josh Todd saying it's the best songwriting they've done, and so they're they're happy with this one. Some of the best stuff they've done since the 15 release in 2005. Now I'm a longtime Buck cherry fan i go all the way back to the first record in 99 you lit up um check your head all that stuff 
and then the second album time bomb then they broke up for a little while josh did his solo thing then they came back with 15 and have had a whole slew of great albums this album i gotta admit is taking a while to grow on me uh most of theirs do not but this one for whatever reason is um don't get me wrong i like what i'm hearing from it but i think just having keith nelson out of the band and uh you know whatnot it just it it sounds different and it's not a bad different it's a different that's just taking a while to grow on me but i do enjoy the record as a whole um the first two singles that were released were of course their cover of nine inch nails head like a hole which is really really good i have to say um I saw in an interview where Josh was saying they picked that because he feels like him and Trent Reznor's vocal ranges are fairly similar, and Pretty Hate Machine was one of his favorite albums, and they you know, they wanted to do a cover on this album, and they just kind of banged that one out, and it just came together really well. And then Bent, which was the other single, that one I didn't dig as much. It was, yeah, it's all right. It's good. It's not terrible, but to me, it's not classic Buckcherry. Uh, and same with the title cut war paint it's another one i like it but eh, not you know not really growing on me as quickly um radio songs a good tune there's there's all kinds of good songs on here i am going to go ahead and at least for those of you listening on anchor you're going to be able to hear uh some of the tracks on the other podcast providers i don't know if you'll be able to hear them but i would say give this record a listen if you're a longtime buck cherry fan and let it grow on you on first listen you may not care for it as much as you have others just because the sound is a little different with two new guys a new drummer and a new guitar player but what i thought was really cool is stevie d was much more involved in the writing process of this record just because he and josh have also been working on a couple of side projects together they've known each other for you know 20 plus years 25 years something like that started out as roommates before they ever even played in a band together and so i do think it's cool to see stevie getting more involved in the writing process on this record um and it is it's it's a good record i'm gonna give it a solid 7.5 out of 10 for now um and hopefully that score will go up i mean for me 15 and black butterfly were both 10s um, as far as this band is concerned so this one's just it it's fallen off a little but it's still worth getting if you're a good if you're a big time you're a rock fan it is a worthwhile album and definitely worth adding to your collection welcome back this is west derby still here with you now i am back to talk about a couple things that came out last week um one of which really really excited me um and i realize most music fans most rock fans aren't going to be as excited about this as i was but you really should be <laughs> let me tell you what here chrysalis records put out a new ufo compilation the band is celebrating their 50th anniversary they're supposed to be doing a farewell tour or at least it's going to be vocalist phil mogg's farewell um and he has said you know the band can continue on without him but let's face it without phil there is no ufo i mean they've had their share of lineup changes you can argue over which era was the best whether it was michael shanker on guitar the first time around or the second and third times around paul chapman Vinny moore i don't think anyone's arguing that atomic tommy mcclendon was the best um <laughs> nothing against tommy if you're listening dude your your stuff was good but you, you ain't shanker you ain't chapman and you ain't more um 
With that said, Chrysalis Records, which was the band's longtime home, released a really cool 33-song best-of CD called Will the Last Man Standing Turn Out the Light? And it's a 33-song best-of compilation. Now, when I first saw this, I thought it was going to be career-spanning, and I thought, ooh, boy, it's going to be hard to pick just 33 tracks. Um, It does span the band's most successful era from – UFO uh, phenomenon, 1974, on up to about 1985, which was the record with uh, with Atomic Tommy. That's why I kind of made fun of him a little bit. Um, hey, still a hell of a, hell of a lot better guitar player than I am because, well, I can't play, um, and he certainly can. But anyway, so it, it does. It outlines the band's most prolific era, um, definitely their most successful in America, not that they ever had a lot of success here, unfortunately, but their biggest success was, of course, over in Japan and Germany, England, um, really anywhere but the United States. Although they've managed to develop pretty large loyal followings in Pittsburgh, Cleveland, and Chicago. So, my hope is that that farewell tour will come through Ohio here. I don't know that it'll come through Columbus, but I will certainly go up to Cl- uh, Cleveland or Pittsburgh or hell, maybe even Chicago, go see a show. Um, and it, it's just – it's such a cool – like normally I'm not a big fan of these greatest hits packages. But I will tell you with this one, I like it because as a longtime fan, it puts a lot of my favorites into one collection. Yes, there are certainly songs I would have liked to have seen on there that aren't on there. But that's going to be any best stuff from a band that you love. But it's also really cool for those who are maybe new to UFOs music who have come to it through a friend like myself or like the way I did through my buddy Dave back in college who uh, – you know, Dave's still one of my best friends to this day he's several years older than i am but turned me on to a lot of the great stuff that i listened to uh you know ufo rainbow thin lizzie uh purple riot bands that i was vaguely familiar with from a couple songs i'd maybe heard on z rock or on kupd when i lived back in arizona but bands that didn't have a lot of commercial success uh, a lot of you know rock radio play he turned me on to all those album tracks and listening to this uh, it's it's just it's such a great journey through the the most prolific part of the career of one of the most underrated underappreciated rock bands out there. I mean, you've got songs from just about every one of those albums, from every one of those albums. It opens up in the traditional fashion, like you'd expect a UFO Greatest Hits package to open with. It opens with Dr. Doctor and Rock Bottom from Phenomenon. Um, Then they jump into some material from Force It. At first, I was alarmed because it kind of skipped over No Heavy Petting and went right to Lights Out and Obsession and No Place to Run and Mechanics. But then it kind of jumps back and just, it, it jumps all over the place. Era wise, so it's not just like a continuous, you know, it's not like a chronological stream of the band's music. It's, I, I really don't even know how to put it into words. It's just, it's so well put together, it's so well sequenced that, um, and even if you're not really a huge UFO fan or you don't know their music, maybe you've heard a couple songs on my radio show or somewhere definitely stream this album give it a listen and if you like what you hear i'd say buy it um as far as greatest hits packages go i'm giving this one a solid nine again it's called will the last man standing turn out the light the best of ufo released by the chrysalis label um so it doesn't feature anything they've done since 85 uh but they have done a lot since 85 and i definitely recommend picking up Really, everything they've done since about 95 is is where I would say to start if you're going to pick up the newer UFO. Pick up Walk on Water. Pick up Sharks. Um, you know, 
pick up Covenant, uh, pick up all the Vinnie Moore era albums. Um, going to try and give you a few songs from it. It's it's got all the big hits. I'm going to try and pick a couple that I love and, you know, then you guys can just kind of explore from there and get the record and hopefully you'll enjoy. So last week uh, and this is going to be, I think, the final segment for this one. I think tomorrow might be a little bit of more of a personal podcast. Yes, I'm going to try to get back to doing these more often. You never know if it's going to be personal, if it's going to be news, if it's going to be sports or music. We're going to have fun with this. But anyway, um, for my final segment today on Random Ramblings with West Derby, I'm going to talk about another best of package that came out last week. It seemed like last week was not really... A great week for new, new releases. It was a good week for best of packages, though, and this one is going to appeal to my country fans. Um, RCA Records has put out a new 31-track double-disc set called The Essential Aaron Tippin. At least, I assume it's available as a double-disc. I know it's available digitally, and it is 31 tracks, and if that's still on CD... Do they even still make CDs? <laughs> I'm kind of kidding. Um you know, it'd be a double disc. But anyway, this seems to, it, it basically spans his time on RCA records throughout the 90s. So basically everything before the People Like Us record. Um, it features a ton of his biggest hits. You got Call of the Wild. You got My Blue Angel. Ain't Nothing Wrong with the Radio. Whole Lot of Love on the Line. That's as close as I'll get to loving you. You got to stand for something. But you got some of the deeper album cuts. You know, Born with a Broken Heart. Uh, wouldn't, uh, uh, wouldn't have it any other way. Uh, just so many good songs. It's it's really it's a solid collection. If you're a fan of Aaron Tippin's radio hits, but maybe also want to hear some of the other stuff that wasn't as big on the radio, this is a good starter for you. And if you're a longtime Aaron Tippin fan, but you kind of like you know you had you bought that one greatest hits album he did back in the '90s that had like 12 or 13 tracks on it but you're like man i want more this is the collection for you it's it's a really good it's just it's a really good playlist of all of his best stuff from the rca label um you know so it doesn't include like kiss this or um any of his other post 2000 hits but everything from the 90s really is on here and i feel like rca did a, a bang up job with this mixing it up as far as sequencing again kind of like that ufo album i was talking about earlier they didn't do it in a chronological fashion which i actually kind of like they they mixed it up put different tracks from different albums kind of side by side and you get to see how they flow into each other it's it's really a good listen um i highly recommend it stream it on all your favorite streaming platforms again you can buy it at itunes amazon i'm sure google play um all the other sellers of digital music and it's it's a really good one i'm gonna throw a couple of songs at you and i'm gonna say goodbye for this episode and uh hope you enjoy remember you can leave commentary on here if you do leave a comment it, it may get used on a future podcast it may be incorporated you never know um i should probably check my voicemails and see if there are any worth incorporating into this one so there may be some of those at the end of this i don't know uh, but again i think tomorrow or over the weekend i'm gonna try to record something a little more 
more personal. There's a lot that's gone on in the past year, and I want to try to do it in as concise and respectful a manner as to respect the other people involved, but to get my story and what's going on with me out there for you guys, the listeners. Remember, you can always hear me at xtransmissionfm.com every Tuesday night. You can visit westderby.net or mixcloud.com slash wderby for shows. And if you need travel help, of course, you know I am a travel agent, wesleyderby.intellatravel. That's I-N-T-E-L-E-T-R-A-V-E-L.com is where you go for that. I've got all my contact info there. You can also book flights, hotels, rental cars, cruises, and some other things there right there from the website. Um, And that's about it for this edition of Random Ramblings with Wes Derby. That would be me, at least for today.